Welcome to the weekend edition of the Smart 7. We've got the biggest, best and strangest stories of the week for you in the next seven minutes. Remember, if you're listening to us on Spotify as part of your daily drive playlist, you can just hit the follow button to get regular Smart 7 updates. With a new episode each weekday at 7am. The world rejoiced yesterday as there was some good news on the vaccine front from Pfizer. They released interim data from their clinical trial showing their vaccine has 90% effectiveness against COVID-19. Here's CEO Albert Baller. 90% is a game changer. 90% now you are uh, hoping to have a tool in your war against this pandemic that could be significantly effective. It's expected that once the trial's completed, the vaccine will be quickly approved for use. Associate Professor of Virology Stephen Griffin says this is new territory. So if they do go ahead and give it an emergency approval, that will be uh, an incredible achievement in terms of it, it coming out in you know in less than a year um, from when it was, its inception was was started so that really is staggering and professor sir john bell on radio 4 was pretty excited about the prospects do we now say with confidence that life should be returning to normal by spring yes 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 It's been a long-running row between Premier League and England footballer Marcus Rashford and Prime Minister Boris Johnson over meals for children in poverty. It seems extraordinary that it's taken this long, but the government has finally done yet another U-turn on school meals, and Marcus Rashford is delighted after his phone call with Boris. So the, we asked for three things, they managed to U-turn on two, and they're willing to um, sit down and discuss the third. So um, it's pretty much close to a close to a perfect day for me and. You know, on the phone, he, he kept thanking me. Um, but then in the back of my mind, I'm like, it's, it's the, the, the families that, um, that deserve um, the U-turn. And I actually thanked, um, thanked him on behalf of the families. Back in the USA, Donald Trump continued to sulk and refuses to concede the election. His former press secretary, Sean Spicer, turned up on Sky News and he's still got his bosses back. Well, I mean, every candidate that's running for any office should exhaust every option before they concede to ensure that every vote has been legally counted. And I think the president is exhausting all of those uh, remedies available to the him. Meanwhile, Angelina Jolie's dad, John Voigt, appears to have fallen down a Trump rabbit hole as he posted a video ranting about left-wing conspiracies and threatening civil war. This is now our greatest fight since the Civil War. The battle of righteousness versus Satan. Yes, Satan because these leftists are evil. Meanwhile, of course, the pandemic rages on with record numbers of infections and mounting deaths. And Dr. Fauci says it hasn't been easy working with the Trump administration. Well, it's obviously been very stressful. I mean, to, to deny that would be to deny reality. When you have public figures like Bannon calling for your beheading, that's really kind of unusual, I think. <laughs> that's not the kind of thing you think about when you're going through medical school to become a physician. It was an interview watched by 23 million people when Martin Bashir spoke to Princess Diana. I'd like to be a queen of people's hearts in people's hearts, but I don't see myself being queen of this country. 
I don't think many people would want me to be queen. Actually, when I say many people, I mean the establishment that I'm married into, because they've decided that I'm a non-starter. But now a new investigation raises questions about how the interview was secured. And ITV have a two-part documentary called Revenge of a Princess, in which a graphic designer says he created bank statements which were used to help persuade Diana to give the interview. Martin asked me to make up a couple of bank statements that he needed the following day. And he did say that they were just going to be used as copies. So on that night, I was just making some props for filming purposes. Still to come, Deadpool, Annie Lennox and Shane Ritchie. Oh, yes. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's one of the stranger football stories of recent times. Hollywood's Ryan Reynolds and his actor buddy Rob McElhenney are determined to buy Wrexham Football Club, which is the third oldest football club in the world, but currently plays in the fifth tier of English football. BBC Breakfast asked one of the trust members who was on a video call with the two stars, what's Deadpool's connection to Wrexham? Well, he doesn't have one. <laughs> <They were> looking, <laughs> he doesn't have one. He was looking around Western Europe, they were saying yesterday, at different clubs. Then they focused on the UK... Those are the clubs that, that they had in mind, and they've gone for Wrexham. I think they wanted a club that's from a working-class background. They call us a sleeping giant. We're big by non-league standards. I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Wales returns to our screens next Sunday at 9pm. It's not in a jungle, it's not in Australia, so who's going to be in the haunted castle? Well, they've just released a list of campmates. I'm Shane Ritchie. My name is Jessica Plummer. I'm Holly Arnold. I am Beverly Callard. I'm Jordan North. I am Sir Mo Farah. I'm Joanna Fletcher. My name's AJ Pritchard. I'm Victoria Derbyshire. I'm Vernon Kay. Shane Ritchie, where have I heard that name before? The desert in the 90s, where I would just knock on board housewives doors and asked to go and check their underwear. Hey, how come he's allowed to do that? When I do that, I get the police... The probable end of the Trump era seems to have inspired musicians across the globe. They're all in the same mood and singing the same song. First we had Annie Lennox... And now Susanna Hoffs of the Bangles... Smart set. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on the next. <laughs>